Hi, it's Mark Bittman, and welcome to Food. As always, you can reach us at food at markbittman.com. And as always, we'd be happy to hear your suggestions, questions, answers, whatever. We will periodically answer questions on the air. Please subscribe to this podcast and rate it wherever you get your podcasts. You might also consider subscribing to our near-daily newsletter, The Bitman Project. That's at bitmanproject.com. Or you can find all things me at markbitman.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Have you ever bought something, owned something that really inspired you to up your game? A tennis racket, a new pair of running shoes, a new piece of cooking equipment that made you just want to cook your brains out? I know that when I first started cooking on induction burners, I just couldn't stop. It was so much fun. When we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Some of the features that are available on this car include dynamic sky panorama glass roof, front row massaging seats, you know you want that, available 33-inch all-terrain tires, which you will want when you check out the multi-terrain select. These are really great features, the kind of features that will make you proud and happy to own a Lexus GX. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX, luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. We're all drinking more water these days, and we're all concerned that we're drinking safe, clean, unpolluted water. Yet, according to our friends at the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in the United States have harmful contaminants in their tap water. That's why it's worth checking out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. They remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, you know, those forever chemicals in your water supply. PFAS, by the way, is found in almost 45% of U.S. tap water. AquaTrue has water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. 
Their proprietary purification technology is independently tested to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAS, nitrates, and many, many others. The filters are affordable and long-lasting, and they do not need changing every two or three months like so many others. They last from six months to up to two years. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water, less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you won't be buying bottled water, and it'll save the environment from tons of single-use plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and makes a great gift. Today, listeners to Food with Mark Bittman receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, and enter code Bittman at checkout. For 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier, go to AquaTrue.com and use the promo code Bittman, B-I-T-T-M-A-N. I first met Marcella and Victor Hazan when, as a not yet established and relatively young food writer, I reached out to them because at the time, there was no source for learning how to cook Italian food at home that came anywhere close to Marcella's first two books. Parenthetically, these two books were later combined into a kind of Marcella's greatest hits called Essentials of Classic Italian Cooking, which is now being re-released for its 30th anniversary. I was an unabashed fan of Marcella, and although there is now competition that really didn't exist in English back in the 80s and 90s, the book remains valuable, really valuable. I cooked with Marcella in the 80s, again in the 90s, in Venice no less, and then finally at her and Victor's home in Florida, just days before she died. In fact, I was the last outsider, that is, non-family member, to cook with her. That all said, and clearly she was the star of the show, it was Victor with whom I bonded and with whom I remained friends. Born about the same time as my father, Victor is not exactly a father figure to me, but he is an older man with whom I have a few important things in common and whom I adore. I think you'll see why in this interview. He's a star in his own right. Here are me and Kate chatting with Victor Hazan. Victor, we want to talk about, obviously, Essentials of Classic Italian Cooking, which came out 30 years ago, and we're here to help you, I hope, celebrate that anniversary with a new edition. That was, what, 15 years after the original... Uh, yes, the classic ori- Italian Cooking came out. So... And Almost 20 19, years then, yeah. 92, 1992, yeah. yeah. So yes, do you remember what you, what, when you knew that the book was going to be a success? Of course. We'll talk about that a little bit. Of course. I, everything, everything we've ever done in our lives, Marcella and I, has gone well because we knew what we were doing. We didn't think about success or, or not success. We just did things as well as we were able to do. I knew it was a success because we were working with material that had been published. Marcella's first book, if you, I don't know if you remember, you're probably too young, if you can go back to 1973, but it was a sensation. It, uh, it woke up the food world 
you know, had been uh, sleepily watching Julia on television, and suddenly Marcella came out with this astonishing book on Italian cuisine that nobody had paid very much attention to. Especially and, uh, Julia. <laughs> and overnight, uh, Marcella was a star. So that was 1973. Then, because of Julia, we picked up a, a better editor. We picked up Julia Jones and Marcella published a second book called More Classic Italian Cooking. Both of them were sold extremely well, you know, without television. Except, yes, she was on the morning program from time to time. And, and so we had these wonderful books. Uh, and 20 years later, uh, I was talking to my wonderful literary agent then, Bob Lester. And we said, these books have done well, but uh, evidently, you know, sales begin to flag. You need, you need to do something with them. And Marcella had made great great strides since then, you know, she would have loved to go back with them and touch them up. And so we said, let's put them together into one book. Let's add uh, a lot of introductory new material. Then Marcel had about 20 or 30 totally new recipes and published it. It can't fail. And in fact, it didn't fail. The James Beard Foundation gave it the award as the best Italian cookbook of the year. And it just went on and on from 1992 on. That book has never stopped selling. As a matter of fact, I think it's more popular and more attention getting today. People are finding out what Marcella was about. Do you think you can put into words what made Marcella so special as a cook and as a cookbook writer? Marcella came from a small town that was a, when she was a young woman, that was a commercial fishing town. It still is, but now it's also a resort. But then there was just commercial fishing. Now, what is commercial fishing? Commercial fishing is the only food gathering activity that entails combat, that entails a form of attack, and that requires knowing where you're going and whom you're looking for and what you're doing. And it has a profound effect on people who grow up in that environment. Marcella knew. This is something that I found that distinguishes Marcella from many people who write cookbooks. And I don't mean this is a reflection on you because you wrote a wonderful cookbook. But there are cookbook writers who write their cookbooks. They're very good, but they are essentially their pedagogues. So they've studied a subject. They've mastered it. They have the gift of presenting it. And they put it into a book. Marcella didn't go through all that. She didn't have to study the subject. She didn't have to master it. She, she knew the only other person who has written comparable cookbooks that I think is a little bit like Marcella was Edna Lewis. Remember Edna Lewis? I do. And she, she knew, but Marcella, you know, she would hear somebody describing a dish. She would pick up 
the names of two or three ingredients. She'd come home, she'd make that dish, it's probably better than the one that the person had described. There's something about her that is her genius for ingredients, her attachment to ingredients, her, her will to make something work. It was not pedagogical. It was just exhibiting mastery. This is what she knew. It was in her. She didn't even know she knew it. We, <laughs> I had arguments with Marcella. She would bring something to the table, uh, a stew or something, and I would say, no, this is simply the most delicious thing I've ever eaten, <laughs> Marcella. How, what, what makes it taste like that? And she was like, oh, nothing. Nothing. What do you mean, nothing? Nothing. I just did the usual things, and I cooked it. She didn't even consciously know that she was doing something extraordinary. She just knew this was the way to cook, and she cooked it. Where did that come from? How did she have that that amazing skill? That's that's what I. We were having arguments with her about. I would say to my somebody, look. Look, darling, we're in this business to write about what you're doing. If you don't tell me things, I can't write them. How, how in heaven's name did you ever develop this flavor? How did you get this flavor out of it? And she couldn't tell me. She just said, well, that is, that is how it's done, you know. You do, you do, do the, the onion until it looks like that, and then you do something else, and then you do something else, and then you cover it, and, and every once in a while you go back and you look at it, and, and that's it, because she knew, and that cannot be replaced by anything else. I know uh, there's some things that I know and that I do well, but uh, I've never in my life experienced that kind of connection with a source. And that is what Marcella had. That's why what she contributed to food and this book, Essentials of Classic Italian Cooking, this book is a very good example of it. What she contributed is a direct connection to the source of flavor. One of Marcella's favorite phrase was when people were talking about any dish, either hers or somebody Elsa says, how does it taste? She didn't want to know about how new it was. She didn't want to know about how healthy it was. She had no patience for the uh, for agendas like farm to table, which she thought was kind of silly. I mean, of course, it's raised on a farm and it comes to the table. What's that got to do with knowing how to cook? <laughs> Uh, and uh, he just had this connection, Mark. And I think this is something that is very valuable to a cook because what Marcella delivered was an appreciation of the of the values and the methods of cooking at home. There's a lot of cooking, you know, that has professional origins or established professional canons, or derived from other books about the subject. Marcella's 
showed women, mainly women, but also men, how to go to a market and pick up the right ingredients, take them home, and cook a good dinner. A good dinner that had flavor. But flavor is something else. For example, this. We, I recently made one of Marcella's dishes. Again, this is a, a, a mixture of vegetables. She takes uh, a tomato, she peels it, and she quarters it. She takes uh, a potato, she peels it, and she quarters it. Takes an onion, she peels it, and she quarters it. And she takes a bell pepper, and she peels it raw. She could never get enough people to understand how important it is to peel a red pepper or a yellow pepper raw rather than charring it or any other method. It's what makes it sweet when you cook it. And she did that. She threw everything in a, in a pan, poured olive oil and salt over it, and threw it in the oven. And 20 minutes later, you had the most delicious assemblage of vegetables you can imagine. Victor, can you tell us a little about when you two got together and when Marcella started cooking? I came along. I fell in love. She accepted my love. We started loving each other, and we got married, and I brought her to New York. And in New York, she knew no one, nobody. My parents wouldn't talk to her because she was Catholic, and they had had to leave Italy because they were Jewish. So they didn't want to hear about the Catholic. However, so Marcel was all alone in this New York apartment. She couldn't speak English, and she knew nothing about cooking. Her mother had done all the cooking. Her mother, her grandmother, her father. Her father was a fabulous cook. Marcella had no time for that. She was studying. She was taking two degrees. She was very pretty, and she had a lot of uh, a lot of men after her. And she was busy. She didn't have time for cooking. And suddenly she had she had to do that. There was no alternative. Nobody turned to. So she picked things up and she brought them home. And she looked at them, and she cooked them. And in a very short time, in a very short time, she she found this great road, this connection, this empathy. I call it empathy sometimes. Marcella had, had empathy with ingredients, almost as though she was related to them. She knew what a green bean could give her. She knew what a a shoulder of lamb would need. She knew these things. It's a beautiful way of describing it. And, uh, and and she put it, she made them. And very soon, you know, we had a few friends, Italian friends, and when they came over to New York, they would call us and they'd come over. Marcella would cook for them and they would say, and you know, and they were Italian. They'd been eating good Italian food all along. But they would say, oh, good heavens. Where did you learn how to cook like this? And again, Marcel was very, very humble about it. She said, I don't know that there's anything special about it. So I just take the stuff and I cook it. <laughs> you know what's funny? I interviewed Julia, I don't know, many times in the course of her life. And, and in the 80s, I asked her about Italian food. And 
And Julia was very disparaging about Italian food, as I think we've had this conversation. And she said, yeah. all they do is take food and put some olive oil and salt on it and put it in the oven, and they call that cooking. And in a way, that's not wrong. But if you do it right, it's really a great way to cook. That's where the flavor is. The flavor is added on to it, which is the, the, the French approach. You know, the sauce. Yeah. The key, the key to the, uh, what makes uh, uh, French cooking what it is, is the sauce. And they have a special man in restaurant called the Sauchier. He makes the sauces and he's the key to how the food is going to uh, work. We have sauces for pasta, we, we don't even call it a sauce. It's not called a salsa, it's called a sugo. It's a, it's a little bit of taste that uh, uh, you add to, uh, to the pasta. Aside from the fact that to cook something and put a sauce done by the book isn't all that difficult. All you're doing is just following the manual. It's like a new electronic gadget you buy. You don't know what it's like, but you open the manual and you follow the manual and you put it together and it works. And that, I may be belittling it, but this basically is what uh, professional French cooking is mostly like. Italian cooking is not following the manual. Of course, you do the right thing. But you follow your feelings. And what are your feelings? Your feelings is, how does this particular group of ingredients taste? What do they want? What does what, what a very nice, fair, just fish, just caught fish want? You know, we had that in, in Cincinnati, when Marcelo was born in the fishing town. The boats would come in at the end of the day. They stayed out all night. One of the biggest halls they had, one of the biggest catches, was sardines or anchovies. They call them blue fish with pesce jewel. And blue fish, what does it want? You know, they, and the fishermen would be very hungry. They've been out all night and they brought the the catch to the to the market, but they catch some of it for themselves. They moor the boats along the pier of the town. They set up a grill with charcoal. And this, you know, this is what Julia is complaining about. Here they are, they're taking these sardines and they're brushing them with olive oil, a bit of salt, and they're putting them on the on the grill. And they take them out, and what they're tasting is food for the gods. <laughs> you know? It's not, it's not sold with white wine sauce. It's food for the gods. And, uh, and, and Julia, I don't know whether Julia understood her, or at some point in her life she decided she had to dismiss it. Because when Julia originally became a friend of Marcello, and she did it very shortly after her first book came out. She was a very great friend. She came innumerable times home to dinner. And that home may, could have been New York, it could have been Bologna, it could have been Venice. At the beginning, she came with Paul 
until he became ill and had to be institutionalized. And in the beginning, she, she the only time that she said something about another cook in a book that could be quoted, she said, Marcella Hazan is my mentor mm. to everything Italian. And she must have been happy to come and eat because she came so many times. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi, folks. A word from our friends at Made In. Did you know that most of the dishes in Tom Colicchio's craft restaurant are made in, made in pots and pans? The braised short ribs, made in, made in. The Rohan duck, made in, made in. The heritage pork chop, you got it, made in, made in. Which isn't surprising. Made in has been supplying top chefs and restaurants with high-end cookware for years. For the simple reason that made in makes exactly what demanding chefs are looking for. Their carbon steel cookware, for example, combines the best of cast iron and stainless steel, gets super hot, and is rugged enough for grills or an open flame. Best of all, Maiden is sold online, so their professional-grade cookware is far more affordable than other iron brands. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes on menus all around the world have in common. They're Maiden, Maiden. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from the 18th until the 27th. Visit MadeInCookware.com. That's MadeInCookware.com. Thanks. Have you ever bought something, owned something that really inspired you to up your game? A tennis racket, a new pair of running shoes, a new piece of cooking equipment that made you just want to cook your brains out? I know that when I first started cooking on induction burners, I just couldn't stop. It was so much fun. When we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Some of the features that are available on this car include dynamic sky panorama glass roof, front row massaging seats, you know you want that. Available 33-inch all-terrain tires, which you will want when you check out the multi-terrain select. These are really great features, the kind of features that will make you proud and happy to own a Lexus GX. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX. Luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. We're all drinking more water these days, and we're all concerned 
that we're drinking safe, clean, unpolluted water. Yet, according to our friends at the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in the United States have harmful contaminants in their tap water. That's why it's worth checking out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no insulation or plumbing. They remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, you know, those forever chemicals, in your water supply. PFAS, by the way, is found in almost 45% of U.S. tap water. AquaTrue has water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. Their proprietary purification technology is independently tested to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAS, nitrates, and many, many others. The filters are affordable and long-lasting, and they do not need changing every two or three months like so many others. They last from six months to up to two years. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water, less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you won't be buying bottled water, and it'll save the environment from tons of single-use plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and makes a great gift. Today, listeners to Food with Mark Bittman receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, and enter code Bittman at checkout. For 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier, go to AquaTrue.com and use the promo code Bittman, B-I-T-T-M-A-N. Hi, folks. We have a new sponsor and an interesting one. We all take about 20,000 breaths a day, and Americans spend about 90% of our time indoors. That indoor air that we breathe can be up to 100 times more polluted than outdoor air, according to the EPA. And indoor air pollutants can cause respiratory symptoms like sneezing, congestion, scratchy throat, and even more serious health problems like lung and heart disease. So, what's the solution? Introducing Air Doctor, the air purifier that filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants so your lungs don't have to. This includes allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund. Head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code BITMAN. B-I-T-T-M-A-N, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to our listeners, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock in this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com. That's A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use the promo code BITMAN. Victor, can you tell us about Marcella's lasagna? That unfortunately, I will never have it again mm. because there's no one, no one who can match what Marcella made for me. And she made it for me every birthday. She would make lasagna, and sometimes uh, just with a bolognese, sometimes with porcini, or other times with artichokes. Occasionally, she would do it with. With eggplant, but she always apologizes. She says, I'm sorry. 
I don't know what came over me today. I made a good advance, but I, I should have done that. <laughs> Why did you apologize about eggplant? Well, you know, the lasagna is a very great dish. You know, it's the Venus de Milo of, of, of pastas. And if you do it right, you don't want to paint a mustache on it. And the, the eggplant was a little bit like a mustache on the on, uh, on the portrait of Venus de Milo. It's, uh, it's delicious. This is a very simplistic question, but I'm curious. You you mentioned the vegetable dish that she made with the peeled vegetables, which sounds amazing. And I want to go out and get all the fresh vegetables I can at the market and make that. And also the lasagna, of course. But what were some of your absolute favorite things that she would make? Absolutely. Well, I've, I've just given away uh, lasagna, and that was one of the favorite things. But Marcella was a master of frying. Uh, well, she was a master of everything, but she she could fry, for example, zucchini. She would slice the zucchini uh, lengthwise into very thin, very thin strips. You know, this was another of the amazing things about her. She had basically one good hand. And she could do anything. She sliced the zucchini in thin, long strips. She dipped them in pastella. Pastella is a batter made of water and flour. And uh, she has the formula, that is the formula, the proportions for it in her book. It's it's a wonderful batter. She dipped them in it, fried them. Now, we love Japan, we've been to Japan, and we adore tempura. But let me tell you, there is no tempura that surpasses Marcella's fried zucchini strips. Our son, Giuliano, is a good cook too, and she learned, he learned a few things from his mother. And uh, at some point, uh, he had first started working for the restaurant Marcella had was associated with in Atlanta. And he left there, and he applied for a job as chef for a restaurant in Portland, Oregon. It was a new restaurant, an Italian restaurant. And they called him, and they said, well, uh, can you make something to show us how you how you cook? He made Marcella's uh, fried zucchini strips and got the job. It's uh, uh, the essence of simplicity. It's crunchy, it's sweet, it's juicy, and you can never have enough of it. That's one of the things I like very much, Kate. Another thing that I like very much in Marcella are her soups. I adore soup. And like, for example, her cannellini is uh, cannellini, uh, which is a very good variety called Marcella Bean, made by Steve Sando in California. Anyway, she would take cannellini, uh, garlic, olive oil. She would saute the garlic in olive oil. And then she would mash the cannellini into the the garlic, add the broth, parsley, cook it until the, uh, the bean because she'd left part of the beans whole until the bean was whole. And this is simply the most satisfying soup 
you can eat, you may make you, it really, it reconciles you to the necessity of having to continue living. <laughs> Whatever else happens, you know, you can still have another bowl of that bean and, and garlic and parsley soup. Try sometimes, Kate. I will. And I'm just now realizing it's it's crazy that it took me this long to realize it and that it took me talking to you to realize it. But I'm just now realizing how much of Mark's cooking was likely inspired by Marcella because this is the way that he likes to cook. And sadly, I never got to eat Marcella's food, but it's very similar. Uh, you know, he, he spends a lot of time extolling the virtues of beans and the deliciousness of a good bowl of beans. Well, this Marcella's food is really a universal type of food for the Western world. Uh, in Western cooking, her flavors, her dishes, are really basically go to a universal desire for certain satisfactions, and which are, are resolved in things like her, her bean soup. And, for example, another, another example, uh, you know, we would go out and we'd like to go to seafood restaurants, and, and we lived in America a long time, and so we would go to an American seafood restaurant, and sometimes you would order a shrimp. They would present a shrimp dish with something on it, and several different, some identifiable, some may perhaps not, objects around it. And Feta cheese, no doubt. It, it would be okay, <laughs> but this is how she would cook shrimp. She takes freshly thawed shrimp, shells it, deveins it, uh, she makes a little paste of garlic, breadcrumbs, and olive oil. She spreads it on the on the raw shrimp. She skewers the shrimp and and and, and grills it on on uh, charcoal if possible. We don't have charcoal in Florida in our apartment. We do have lava stones, and she grills it. You know how good that is. That's just basically shrimp with a little bit of, of garlic breadcrumbs and, uh, and olive oil, and it's sensational. Yeah. It needs nothing else. Victor, we were talking about the time that I came down nine years ago and cooked with you, and one of the things we made was the absolute simplest tomato sauce that exists, which is that basically a few tomatoes, a stick of butter, and an onion. Yes. It's an absolute crowd favorite, and I wonder where that came from, if you know. It came basically out of her head, but, you know, in her family, where her mother cooked in, uh, in Romania, which was our uh, native area in her town, people made tomato sauces, and they made it very simply. They uh, chopped up some onion, they sauteed it, Preferably in butter, because this was a butter area, not an mm -hmm. olive oil area, but it could have been an olive oil. They sauteed it, and then they would add uh, some fresh tomatoes and cook them down and have a, a perfectly delicious sauce. Now, here was Marcella in New York, again, alone, having to do everything for herself, having come from a family where 
mother, grandmother, father, and kitchen maid were there to do things. Here she had to do everything herself. And I imagine, I'm imagining this because, you know, she would never tell me because she didn't know herself. I said, I said how did you come up with it? Well, I mean, what's wrong with it? It's just very simple. And then, but she would say to herself, why do I have to go to the bother of chopping the onion? And why do I have to use, because everybody was using olive oil, why do I have to use olive oil? My mother never used olive oil. I didn't have to do anything. I just throw everything in the pot. It's all perfectly good. Everything will cook together, release flavors independently and together, and it will be a perfectly nice sauce. It wasn't just perfectly nice. It was delicious as it was. It wasn't just perfectly nice. It was perfect. (laughs) And you know, Kate, the odd thing about that, I keep reading, I just, the other day, even, I think yesterday, I was reading on the computer, there's a blog, somebody's blog or somebody's kitchen, and they said, well, I know that Marcella's sauce is very famous, but I have some thoughts about it. And here's what I do. And what do you think she did? First, she used garlic. Then she sauteed the garlic. Then she chopped up the onion. Then she chopped the tomato. Then she used olive oil and didn't use butter. And then she had basil at the end. I mean, they're all very nice ingredients. They all have a nice flavor. What they don't have is genius. Marcella has genius, and this woman doesn't. <laughs> I totally agree. That just sounds like an everyday tomato sauce. It's the, the Marcello <laughs> sauce is so special. And I just, having made it a million times, I can't imagine not using butter because that's just the butter and the onion. And yeah. it's very few ingredients and they're all perfect. That's what happens. That whole onion cooking slowly with butter. Mm-hmm. There's a transformation there. It is. Did she know ahead of time there would be a transformation? She knew because she knew, but she didn't know. She knew because she knew, period. Honestly, Victor, I'd eat it like soup. We had it the other night, and I thought, I could just skip the pasta and just eat the sauce plain. The flavor is just so perfect. She did wonderful soups with barley and broccoli. Terrific. I love them. What do you think the most important thing that she taught all of us is? Is really for flavor and use ingredients to allow that flavor to come out. Don't cover them with your flavor. The ingredients should not be tasting of you. They have to taste of themselves. That's what Marcella would tell you. We ask everybody this, and it is, what did you have for dinner last night? You know, that's uh, I'm a very old man, and by the uh, at night time, I sometimes swear off food. But what I had for dinner last night was mozzarella with grape tomatoes. It's a sort of uh, caprese, but not really. And that's basically it, and, and toasted bread. It's, uh, it's very simple. I like uh, the grape tomato that's orange in color. Victor, does my standing invitation still hold? Because I'd like to come down. 
You're welcome here forever, for as long as I am here. <laughs> okay, I will call you. Okay, we'll talk K. about that. I would love that. I'm in. <laughs> okay, we'll call. Okay? Yes. Thank you, Victor. Thank you so much, Victor. Thank you for coming here. Kate. Take care of yourself. Thank you. I will. Bye. 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 This recipe, which Victor and I discuss in the podcast, is so overexposed that it's almost silly to read it. Yet it's overexposed for a reason. And if you don't know it, you should. I'm going to start by reading something from the book that exemplifies the wisdom contained therein. It's titled The Best Cooking Method, and it's in, in a general section about tomato sauces. Pasta sauces may cook slowly or rapidly. They may take four minutes or four hours, but they always cook by evaporation, which concentrates and clearly defines their flavor. To me, at that time, that was really a meaningful thing to know. And this is Marcella Hazan's recipe for tomato sauce with onion and butter, one of the simplest recipes ever made. You start with two pounds fresh, ripe, of course, tomatoes, uh, peeled, or you can use two cups of canned, they specify imported Italian plum tomatoes cut up with their juice. Five tablespoons of butter, one medium onion, peeled and cut in half, salt, pasta, and Parmesan. And this is it. Put either the prepared fresh tomatoes or the canned in a saucepan. Add the butter, onion, and salt, and cook uncovered at a very slow but steady simmer for 45 minutes, or until the fat floats free from the tomato. And how to cook everything, I always say that, until it looks saucy, and you will know when that is. Stir from time to time, mashing any large piece of tomato in the pan with the back of a wooden spoon. Taste and correct for salt. Discard the onion before tossing the sauce with the pasta. This is, and serve with Parmesan. This is, well, I guess I've said this already, but this, I and many others agree, this is the best simple tomato sauce for pasta that there is. Enjoy that. I think you can see why I love that guy. Marcello was a hoot too, of course. I want to thank my friend Victor for being wonderfully thoughtful and funny and for spending so much time with us. What's nice is that he clearly had fun too. The 30th anniversary of Essentials of Italian Cooking is out now. Thanks to Kate Bittman, our producer and co-host, to Davis Lloyd, our engineer, to all of you for listening, please do subscribe to the podcast. And again, consider subscribing to The Bitman Project at bitmanproject.com. Bye for now, and we'll see you next week when we will have somebody amazing. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.